Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Chip and Eric reading through the Bible. Yeah. Wasn't that nice? <laughs> That's as pleasant as I've ever been. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, we're actually pretty pleasant. Sure. It's always good for our listeners to wake up with a pleasant voice, so yeah. good job. Nice, nasally, pleasant voice. Way to go. For all of you. Uh, well, hey, um, today, Joshua 12... 13, 14, and 15. Yeah. It's going to seem like a Hebrew phone book or something like that. <laughs> I mean, it's just, definitely, it's just the directory. Yeah, a lot of directory yeah. reading today. So, wow, do your best to, to get inspired. Sure. It's going to be fun. Yeah. We're going to have a blast. We'll have a blast. Yeah, and you're going to have a blast. Yeah. At home. All right, so Israel went rolling through, so far, the land of Canaan, destroying tons of stuff. Um, taking land, towns, all of that stuff. Um, and that's basically what's happened so far. So that's where we're picking up today. Yeah. With kings defeated east of the Jordan. Okay. Do you want to start us off, Chip? Switch it up? Yeah, okay. These are the kings east of the Jordan River who had been killed by the Israelites and whose land was taken. Their territory extended from the Arnon Gorge to Mount Hermon. And included all the land east of the Jordan Valley. King Sihon of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon, was defeated. His kingdom included Eror on the edge of the Arnon Gorge and extended from the middle of the Arnon Gorge to the Jabbok River, which serves as a border for the Ammonites. This territory included the southern half of the territory of Gilead. Sihon also controlled the Jordan Valley and regions to the east, from as far north as the Sea of Galilee to as far south as the Dead Sea, including the road to Beth Jeshemoth and southward to the slopes of Pisgah. King Og of Bashan, the last of the Riphites, lived in at Ashtaroth and Edri. He ruled a territory stretching from Mount Hermon to Saleka in the north to all the Bashan in the east and westward to the borders of kingdoms of Geshur and Makkah. This territory included the northern half of Gilead as far as the boundary of King Sihon of Heshbon. Moses, the servant of the Lord, and the Israelites had destroyed the people of King Sihon and King Og. And Moses gave their land as a possession to the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Kings defeated west of the Jordan. The following is a list of kings that Joshua and the Israelite armies defeated on the west side of the Jordan from Baal Gad in the valley of Lebanon to Mount Halak, which leads up to Seir. Joshua gave this land to the tribes of Israel as their possession, including the hill country, the western foothills, the Jordan Valley, the mountain slopes, the Judean wilderness, and the Negev. The people who lived in this region were the Hittites, the Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites and the Jebusites. These are the kings Israel defeated. Oh boy. Okay. The king of Jericho, the king of Ai near Bethel, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lachish, the king of Eglon, the king of Gezer, the king of Deber, the king of Geder, the king of Hormah, the king of Arad, the king of Libna, the king of Adullam, the king of Makeda, the king of Bethel, the king of Tepua, the king of Hefer. The king of Aphek, the king of Lasheron, the king of Madon, the king of Hazor, the king of Simron Miron, the king of Ashaph, the king of Tanakh, the king of Megiddo, the king of Kadesh, the king of Jachnium in Carmel, the king of Dor in the town of Naphoth Dor, 
the king of Goyim and Gilgal, the king of Terza. In all, 31 kings were defeated. Yeah, that's a lot of kings there. Yeah, 31. Yeah, they were defeated. <laughs> they deserved it. Joshua chapter 13. The land that's yet to be conquered. When Joshua was an old man, the Lord said to him, You are growing old, <laughs> and much land remains to be conquered. This is the territory that remains of all the regions of the Philistines and the Gesherites, and the larger territory of the Canaanites, extending from the stream of Shihor on the border of Egypt northward to the boundary of Ekron. It includes the territory of the five Philistine rulers of Gaza, Ashdod, Ashkelon, Gath, and Ekron. The land of the Avites in the south also remains to be conquered. In the north, the following area has not yet been conquered. All the land of the Canaanites, including Merah, which belongs to the Sidonians, stretching northward to Aphek on the border of the Amorites, the land of the Gebelites, and all of the Lebanon mountain area to the east from Baal Gad below Mount Hermon to Lebo Hamath, and all the hill country from Lebanon, Misrephoth, Maim, including all the land of the Sidonians. I myself will drive these people out of the land ahead of the Israelites. So be sure to give this land to Israel as a special possession, just as I have commanded you. Include all this territory as Israel's possession when you divide this land among the nine tribes and the half-tribe of Manasseh. The land divided east of the Jordan. Half the tribe of Manasseh and the tribes of Reuben and Gad had already received their grants of land on the east side of the Jordan, for Moses, the servant of the Lord, had previously assigned this land to them. Their territory extended from Eror on the edge of the Arnon Gorge, including the town in the middle of the gorge, to the plain beyond Mediba, as far as Dibon. It also included all the towns of King Sihon of the Amorites, who had reigned in Heshbon and extended as far as the borders of Ammon. It included Gilead, the territory of the kingdoms of Geshur and Makkah, all, all of Mount Hermon, all of Bashan as far as Salika, and all the territory of King Og of Bashan, who had reigned in Ashtaroth and Edri. King Og was the last of the Rephaites, for Moses had attacked them and driven them out. But the Israelites failed to drive out the people of Geshur and Makkah, so they continue living among the Israelites to this day. An allotment for the tribe of Levi. Moses did not assign any allotment of the land of the tribe of Levi. Instead, as the Lord had promised them, their allotment came from the offerings burned on the altar to the Lord, the God of Israel. The land given to the tribe of Reuben. Moses had assigned the following area to the clans of the tribe of Reuben. Their territory extended from Eror on the edge of the Arnon Gorge, including the town in the middle of the gorge, to the plain beyond Mediba. It included Heshbon and all the other towns on the plain, Dibon, Bamoth, Baal, Bethbaal, Meon, Jahaz, Kedamoth, Mephath, Kiriathaim, Sibma, Zerath Shahar, on the hill above the valley, Beth Peor, the slopes of Pisgah, and Beth Jeshemoth. The land of Reuben also included all the towns of the plain and the entire kingdom of Sihon. Sihon was the Amorite king who had reigned in Heshbon and was killed by Moses along with the leaders of Midian. Evi, Rechem, Zer, Hur, and Reba, princes living in the region who were allied with Sihon. The Israelites had also killed Balaam son of Beor, who used magic to tell the future. The Jordan River marked the western boundary for the tribe of Reuben. The towns and their surrounding villages in this area were given as a homeland to the clans of the tribe of Reuben. The land given to the tribe of Gad. Moses had assigned the following area to the clans of the tribe of Gad. Their territory included Jazer, all the towns of Gilead, and half the land of Ammon as far as the town of Aror, just west of Rabbah. It extended from Heshbon to Ramath Mizpah and Betonim, from Manah. 
Mehanaim to the territory of Lo Debar, in the valley where Beth Haram, Beth Nimrah, Succoth, Zaphon, and the rest of the kingdom of King Sihon of Heshbon. The western boundary ran along the Jordan River, extended as far north as the tip of the Sea of Galilee, and then turned eastward. The towns and all their surrounding villages in this area were given as a homeland to the tribe, or to the clans of the tribe of Gad. The land given to the half-tribe of Manasseh. Moses had assigned the following area to the clans of the half-tribe of Manasseh. Their territory extended from Mahanaim, including all of Bashan, all the former kingdoms of King Og, and the sixty towns of Jair and Bashan. It also included a half of Gilead and King Og's royal cities of Ashtaroth and Edri. All these were given to the clans of the descendants of Mekir, who was Manasseh's son. These are the allotments Moses made while he was on the plains of Moab across the Jordan River east of Jericho. But Moses gave no allotment of land to the tribe of Levi, for the Lord, the God of Israel, had promised that he himself would be their allotment. Joshua chapter 14, the land divided west of the Jordan. The remaining tribes of Israel received the land in Canaan as allotted by Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and tribal leaders. These nine and a half tribes received their grants of lands by means of the sacred lots in accordance with the Lord's command through Moses. Moses had already given a grant of land to the two and a half tribes on the east side of the Jordan River, but he had given the Levites no such allotment. The descendants of Joseph had become two separate tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim, and the Levites were given no land at all, only towns to live in with surrounding pasture lands for their livestock and all their possessions. So the land was distributed in strict accordance with the Lord's commands to Moses. Caleb requests his land. A delegation from the tribe of Judah, led by Caleb, son of Japuna, the Kenizzite, came to Joshua at Gilgal. Caleb said to Joshua, Remember what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, about you and me when we were at Kadesh Barnea. I was forty years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land of Canaan. I returned and gave an honest report, but my brothers who went with me frightened the people from entering the promised land. For my part, I wholeheartedly followed the Lord my God. So that day Moses solemnly promised me, The land of Canaan, on which you were just walking, will be your grant will be your grant of land and that of your descendants forever, because you wholeheartedly followed the Lord your God. Now, as you can see, the Lord has kept me alive, as well as promised for all these 45 years since Moses made this promise. Even while Israel wandered in the wilderness, today I'm 85 years old. I'm as strong now as I was when Moses sent me onto the journey, and I can still travel and fight as well as I could then. So give me the hill country that the Lord promised me. You will remember that as scouts we found the descendants of Anak living there and in great walled towns. But if the Lord is with me, I will drive them out of the land, just as the Lord said. So Joshua blessed Caleb, son of Japuna, and gave him gave Hebron to him as his portion of land. Hebron still belongs to the descendants of Caleb, son of Japuna, the Kenizzite, because he wholeheartedly followed the Lord, the God of Israel. Previously, Hebron had been called Kiriath Arba. It had been named after Arba, a great hero of the descendants of Anak. And the rest of the and the land had rest from war. Joshua chapter fifteen, the land given to the tribe of Judah. The allotment for the clans of the tribe of Judah reached southward to the border of Edom, as far as south as the wilderness of Zin. The southern boundary began at the south bay of the Dead Sea, ran south of Scorpion Pass into the wilderness of Zin, and then went out south of Kadesh Barnea to Hezron. Then it went up to Adar, where it turned toward Karka. From there, it passed to Asmon until it finally reached the Brook of Egypt, which is followed to the Mediterranean Sea. This was their southern boundary. Well, the eastern boundary extended along the Dead Sea to the mouth of the Jordan River. 
The northern man. We take that, this was, that was rude. The northern boundary began not not of you, of Joshua or whoever wrote this. The northern boundary began at the bay where the Jordan River empties into the Dead Sea, went up from there to Beth Hogla, then proceeded north of Beth Araba to the stone of Bohan. Bohan was Reuben's son. From that point, it went through the Valley of Acor to Debir, turning north toward Gilgal, which is across from the slopes of Adamim on the south side of the valley. From there, the boundary extended to the springs of En Shemesh and on to En Rogel. The boundary then passed through the valley of Ben Hinnom along the southern slopes of the Jebusites, where the city of Jerusalem is located. Then it went west to the top of the mountain above the valley of Hinnom and on up to the northern end of the valley of Rephaim. From there, the boundary extended from the top of the mountain to the spring at the waters of Nephtoah, and from there turned to the towns of Mount Ela to Mount Seir passed along the town of Kesselon on the northern slope of Mount Jerium and went down to Beth Shemesh and on to Timna. The boundary then proceeded to the slope of the hill north of Ekron where it turned toward Shikaron and Mount Bela. It passed Jabneel and ended at the Mediterranean Sea. The western boundary of the shoreline of the Medi- the western boundary was the shoreline of the Mediterranean Sea. These are the boundaries for the clans of the tribe of Judah. Very Yikes! Well, very well done. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk about the land that's given to Caleb. I appreciate that because I was wondering. Yeah, the Lord commanded Joshua to assign some of Judah's territory to Caleb, who's the son of Jephunneh. So Caleb was given the town of Kiriatha, Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, which had been named after Anak's ancestor. Caleb drove out the three groups of Anakites, the descendants of Shishai, Ahimam, and Talmai, the sons of Anak. From there, he went to fight against the people living in the town of Debir, formerly called Kiriath Sefer. Caleb said, I will give my daughter Exa in marriage to the one who attacks and captures Kiriath Sefer. Othniel, the son of Caleb's brother Kenaz, was the one who conquered it. So Axa became Othniel's wife. Well, when Axa married Othniel, she urged him to ask her father for a field. As she got down off her donkey, Caleb asked her, what's the matter? She said, give me another gift. You have already given me land in the Negev. Now please give me springs of water too. So Caleb gave her the upper and lower springs. What a nice guy. He's a great dad. Yeah. The towns of allotted to Judah. This was the homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Judah. The towns of Judah situated along the borders of Edom. In the extreme south were Kabzeel, Eder, Jagur, Kina, Dimana, Adada, Kadesh, Hazor, Ithnan, Ziv, Talim, Bilah, Hazor, Hadata, Kiriath, Hezron, that is Hazor, Imam, Shema, Molada, Hazor, Gada, Hesham, Beth Pellet, Hazar, Shuel, Beersheba, Bizuathia, Bela, Lim, Ezem, Elotad, Kasil, Horma, Ziklag, Madmana, Sansana, Leboth, Shilam, Ain, and Rimam. 29 towns with their surrounded villages. That was nice because there was not even a break in there. Like you just had to like keep rattling yeah. off these words. Oh, I was moving. Yeah. The your, following your towns. <laughs> yeah, the following towns situated in the western foothills were also given to Judah. Eshtael, Zora, Ashna, Zenoa, En Ganim, Tapua, Enam, Jarmuth, Adulam, Soka, Azika, Sherayim, Ad- Adithaim, Gereda, Gadera, that's it, Gadera, Gaderothaim, <laughs> 14 towns with their surrounding villages. Well, you forgot, also included, that were Zenan, 
Hadasha, Migdol Gad, Dilian, Mizpah, Chaktiel, Lakish, Boxka, Eglon, Kaban, Laman, Kitlish, Gedaroth, Beth Dagon, Nema, and Makeda. Sixteen towns with their surrounding villages. Well, besides these, okay. besides these, yeah. there were Libna, Ether, Ashan, Ifta, Ashna, Nezib, Kelia, Akzib, and Marisha. Nine towns with their surrounding villages. Well, the territory of the tribe of Judah also included oh. Ekroth. And its surrounding settlements. settlements you set it up so good. I know. From Ekron, the boundary extended west and included the towns near Ashdod with their surrounding villages. It also included Ashdod with its surrounding settlements and villages in Gaza with its settlements and villages as far as the brook of Egypt and along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. Well, Judah also received the following towns in the hill country. Shamir, Jadir, Soka, Dana, Kiriath, Sana, that is Debir, mm-hmm. Anab, Eshtema, Anam, Goshim, Holon, and Gilo. Eleven towns with their surrounding villages. Well, also included were the towns of Arab, Duma, Ishan, Janim, Bethupua, Apeka, <laughs> Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, oh. and Zior. Nine towns with their surrounding villages. Well, besides these... Okay. There were Maon, Caramel, uh, Ziv, Jutta, Jezreel, Jokdiam, Zenoa, Kayan, Gibeah, and Timnah. Ten towns with their surrounding villages. In addition, oh, there were Halul, Bezur, Gidor, Marath, Beth Anoth, and Elkton. Six towns with their surrounding villages. Well, there were also mm-hmm. Kiriath Baal, that is Kiriath Jerium, and Rabbah, two towns with their surrounding villages. Well, in the wilderness, there were towns of Beth Araba, Midan, Sakaka, Nimshim, the city of Salt, and Ekei. Six towns with their surrounding villages. But the tribe of Judah could not drive out the Jebusites, who oh. lived in the city of Jerusalem. Ooh. So the Jebusites lived there among the people of Judah to this day. Oh, man. Okay. That was kind of fun, actually. You know, end. we just had to go with it. Yeah, at the end. I kept trying to sound it out. We just went for it. You went for it. We all went for yeah, it. Yeah, we did. Your we guys are going to go for it. Sweetheart. Hey, I don't know if you caught the so what, because there's a lot of names. Okay. I know you probably caught it. I don't know if our listeners caught it, I mean, but not. you ended with it. Oh. You ended, but the tribe of Judah could not drive out the Jebusites who lived in the city of Jerusalem. So the Jebusites lived there among the people of Judah to this day. So what? Very interesting. Okay. Yes, I'm glad you asked. So what? Hmm. Because they took a lot of a lot of kings. They conquered a lot of land, and God gave it to them. Mm-hmm. So they took it because God gave it. And that's what God does. God can give, and then we could either reject it or take it. That's the gift of eternal life as well. Yeah. He gives it through Jesus. We reject it. We take it. He gives the land, right? They, they took the land, um, but they refused on a couple different occasions to drive out the people that they were told to drive out. Sure. We're going to find out later on that's not going to go so well for them because right. they're going to be influenced in a very negative way because they didn't eliminate Every one in this case, whom they should eliminate it, whom they uh, should eliminate. We're told to eliminate. Yeah. Same thing in our life. Um, We have things in our life that aren't helpful. They're hurtful. Mm -hmm. Things in our life that um, we we should uh, um, remove ourselves from. Yeah. Some things we look at. Some people we hang out with. You know, and we just got to be very careful that uh, we make wise choices, wise decisions, and. Um, separate ourselves from evil people, evil things. We love everybody, but we don't have to always hang out and give time and influence everybody uh, in our life. And if we do, it can impact us just like it impacted Israel. We'll find out later on 
because they didn't drive out the evil that they were told to drive out, drive out the people in the land that they were told to drive out, those people would then influence them to do evil, and it wouldn't go so well for them down the road. Mm. So um, God owns everything, um, and we own nothing. We receive what he gives, but we have to do what he tells us to do. We can't just pick and choose. Um, otherwise, it's going to come and, and, and bite us later. So that's my, my so what in the midst of all these names and all this stuff there. So where do you, where do you find Jesus? So, well, that first of all, it's a good so what. It's a good word. Second of all, where I find Jesus, this, so we talked about um, constantly that Israel, the whole purpose of Israel is to bring forth Messiah, Messiah Jesus, right? Yeah. And uh, talked about how Joshua and some of these conquest books and the promise of God to give Abraham's descendants this land. Yep. The purpose of that is to bring forth Messiah. Well, today we read about where Jesus will live. You know, the yeah. the land given to Judah is exactly where we read all the story, including Jerusalem, all those stories about Jesus. So you think about Jerusalem and his triumphant entry and his and his crucifixion and mm. you know where he walked yeah. after you know and just you know even before I mean Lazarus who he raised from the dead he lived in this area like yeah. it's just crazy that this was this was where the footsteps of Jesus would be all those years later mm. you know thousands of years later so that's true that's where I see Jesus in this yeah and I don't that's probably going to paint me in the corner from being able to use. Yeah. Where's Jesus? <laughs> Every day. <laughs> yeah, I won't be able to use that tomorrow, so we'll have to figure something else yeah, out. we'll figure it out. We will. Hey, we are so proud of you. Chip and Eric are reading through the Bible. Please share this with friends and family. We hope you have a great day today. I honestly hope that it's the best day you've ever had. I hope it's productive. Remember that this is the day that God has given to you. Embrace it. Go after it and trust him throughout your whole day today. And we pray the best for you. Yeah. So bye. <laughs>